0: The Johnson's Wax Program with Fiverr McGee and Molly. <laughs> the makers of Johnson's Wax Products for Home and Industry present Fiverr McGee and Molly with Bill Thompson, Gail Gordon, Arthur Q. Bryan, and me, Harlow Wilcox. The script is by Don Quinn and Phil Leslie, music by the King's Man and Billy Mills Orchestra. <laughs> The other day, I heard that most women walk about five miles a day in a kitchen. Just think, over 1,800 miles a year. That's a lot of walking. No wonder kitchen linoleum looks uh, drab and dull. That is, unless it's protected with wax. Now, Johnson's self-polishing glow coat will keep your kitchen linoleum and other floors bright and shining, no matter how much you walk on them. And glow coat is so easy to use. There's no rubbing or buffing. You merely apply and let dry. With a damp cloth, you can whisk away dust, dirt, and spilled things and keep that hard film of wax clean and bright and glowing. Next time you step into your kitchen, remember, you're going to be stepping off hundreds of miles during the year. Make sure those steps are taken on a shining, sparkling, protective film of Johnson's self-polishing glow coat. Johnson's glow coat is the perfect way to protect and bring out the beauty of your floors.
1: Look on the bright side, shine up the right side, bring out
0: the beauty of the hall. The Bontan Department Store is the scene of a shopping expedition this morning by one of Wistful Vista's leading citizens and her husband. Here she is leading him through the housewares department right now, as we join Molly McGee and Trevor!
2: Let me cross off my list here, McGee.
3: Yeah.
2: We bought that big ashtray you wanted. Yeah. box of your favorite cigars. Yeah, we were
3: lucky to get those cigars, you know that?
2: I suppose that's a matter of opinion.
3: They quit making them during the war, you know. factory was working for the Navy. Making rope.
2: <laughs> I've got a TL for you, sweetheart. That factory is still making rope. Here, let's look around at vases and things here a minute. They've gotten in some wonderful new imported ceramics, in there. Yeah, I well, let's
3: to... grab a hunk of it. There's nothing I love like a big slab of ceramic on rye with a slice of raw onion. Oh,
2: no, sweetheart. You're thinking of salami. I'll
3: say I am constantly. That good imported stuff with the garlic... No,
2: I'm I'm talking about pottery, McGee.
3: You can't eat pottery.
2: Here. These little statues and things. Oh. These are ceramics. Aren't they beautiful? Oh, them. Yeah, look at this vase. Oh, mm. perfectly plain, and isn't it lovely? That'd look beautiful on the living room table.
3: Well, if you like it, Molly, go ahead and buy it. Anytime my wife wants a vase or something for the house, you'll never hear me cry over a buck or two. Go ahead, buy it.
2: You think I should, dearie? Give me
3: one good reason why not.
2: Well, it's $10 and... That's
3: reason enough. <laughs> oh my gosh. Ten bucks for that hunk of fried clay? Why, my gosh. Yeah, but look at it, McGee. Why, that's a beautiful vase. I'll admit
2: that's a lot of money, but... I'll say
3: that's a lot of money. I wouldn't lay out ten bucks for a hunk of vase like that if... Oh, but I'm not being very thoughtful, am I? You'd really like to have that vase, wouldn't you?
2: Yes, I would, but it is pretty expensive. So what?
3: If you want a vase like that, baby, you'll have a vase like that. I will? Certainly. I'll bake you one myself.
2: (laughs) You'll bake me? Oh, no, McGee. No. No, we don't really need it. Not that bad, anyway. Sure. Oh, no. Let's forget it. Skip it.
3: No, sir. You want a vase, I'll bake you a vase. Because there's nothing complicated about cooking up a little vase.
2: Look, sweetheart, making pottery isn't that easy. You huh? have to have tools and, uh, well, clay. And...
3: Oh, clay is a cinch. We got a backyard full of it. Why do my tulips always look like crocuses?
2: <laughs> why do my
3: tomatoes always look like crab apples? Because our backyard is all clay, that's why. Come on, I'll grab a book on how to make pottery and I'll... Oh, wait make... a
2: minute, McGee. Here comes the old-timer. Hmm?
4: Where? Oh,
3: hi,
2: old-timer. Hello, Mr. Old-timer. Hello there, kids.
4: What you doing downtown? Buying something or just shopping? Both.
5: <laughs> I just
3: got a great idea down here, too. I'm looking for a book on it right now. I'm going to make Molly some pottery.
4: Pottery? Eh? Yeah. That's very interesting, Johnny. I used to be a politician myself.
2: What's that got to do with making pottery?
4: Well, the way I look at it, daughter, it don't matter if you bake it or sling it. Mud is mud.
3: <laughs> well, it won't be mud when I get through with it. I'm going to model a vase out of clay, bake it in the
2: oven, and...
4: Well, now you might do all right that, Johnny. I betcha. Papa made a lot of money for a while modeling things out of clay.
2: Your father? What did he make? Statues?
4: Nope. Bricks. <laughs> he was always trying something new, Papa was. Always experimenting. <laughs> he made up a batch of bricks one time out of clay and bacon powder.
2: Built a hotel with them. Ah. Turn it out. A hotel with bacon powder bricks? Why, of course, dearie. You've heard of the Parker House. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Daughter,
4: I don't want to be rude, but uh, who's telling them? You or me? <laughs>
2: well, I'm sorry.
4: I'd like to stand here and do straight lines for you, kids, but I gotta go home. <laughs> I've been fixing up my room today, doing my spring cleaning. Your spring cleaning? Yep. Every year I lift my mattress and clean off the spring. Just <laughs> <laughs> come down to Town here to buy myself a chint. A what? A chint, daughter. A chint. They say a room looks real nice decorated with chints. I got a small one, so one chint ought to do.
2: <laughs> Say, where is the tint department, kids? Do you know? Well, you're a little confused, Mr. Oldtimer. Tints is a material. They use it for window drapes. Drapes? You mean burlap is out of style now, kids?
3: <laughs> yeah, and look, Oldtimer, I got to grab me a book on pottery making and get to work.
2: Say, hey, isn't your cousin Salvador a painter and sculptor, dearie?
3: Yeah, he makes faces and busts. I'm going to make a vase and mug. <laughs>
5: <laughs>
4: well, that's pretty good, Johnny But that ain't the way I heard it The way I heard it, one feller says to tell the feller Say, he says Don't touch my back, I got a terrible sunburn That so, says tell the feller Why didn't she use suntan oil? It's no good, says the first feller I drank three bottles of it and still got blistered <laughs>
0: Belly Mills in the orchestra, and you turn the tables.
3: this vase ever shaping up, Molly. Just about ready to cook, too. How's it look?
2: Well, the one at the town had a graceful shape to it. This one's a little lopsided, but Oh, I just
3: details, that's all. That'll all come out when I fire it.
2: Well, let me do that for you. Let me fire it.
3: You know where to fire it?
2: Certainly open the window. Huh? <laughs> I'll fire it clear across.
3: The... No, 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 no. Firing the clay means to cook it, kiddo. That's shop talk when you bake it in the killin'.
2: You know
3: what? A kiln. K-I-L-N, kiln. Oh. The gas stove will do just as well, of course. You see, here in the book it says, place the vessel in the kiln and heat slowly to 2,000 degrees Fahrenheit. Yes? Now, you compare that to a 1,000 degrees Gesundheit and it's nothing to sneeze at.
2: <laughs> it
3: says this requires about four hours. Well,
2: you won't get 2,000 degrees of heat out of this gas range in four years,
3: McGee. Well, don't worry. A little simple arithmetic solves that. You see, instead of 2,000 degrees in four hours, I simply give it 500 degrees for one hour. Simple. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, that's the
2: simplest arithmetic I
3: ever heard. You you that. Come in. Well, if it isn't the local weather, Prophet.
2: Hi, Paul. Hello, Mr. Williams. Come
3: in. Thank you, Mrs. McGee. Hello, McGee. Sit down, Foggy, if you don't mind the mess.
2: He's just gotten a new hobby, Mr. Williams. He's making me a vase. Yeah. Really, really. Yeah.
3: That's very interesting. <laughs> Scrape the mud off it and let's have a look at it, McGee. What do you mean, scrape the mud off it? The mud is it. Er, the mud is the bait.
5: <laughs>
3: oh. It's, uh, lovely. Yeah?
6: Yeah, you really like it, do you? Oh, I like everything today, McGee. Oh. I'm a very happy man. An Association of Airline Pilots has just given me a citation, and I'm quite proud of it.
2: Ooh. Wonderful. What did you do for the airline pilots, Mr. Williams?
6: I stumbled upon a device which would dispel early morning
3: fog. Yeah? What do you call it? alka sir. <laughs> hey, you do quite a bit of scientific research on the weather, don't you, Foggy? Quite a bit. Yeah? Wow. My brother Cedric and I used to work together on it. hmm
6: He was a lightning calculator. He used to stand on top of the hill and calculate where lightning would strike next. <laughs> Poor lad. <laughs>
2: Why, poor lad, Mr. Williams.
6: He miscalculated. <laughs> On top of a hill, we found his shoes full of melted suspender buttons. <laughs> and ten feet away were his socks in a running position.
5: <laughs>
6: you know,
3: Fog, I never knew that the weather business could be so interesting. You've really had some weird experiences,
6: haven't you? I've kept busy, yes. <laughs> Just this morning, for instance, I had a postcard from the Coast Guard.
2: Really? What did the Coast Guard say on the postcard?
6: <laughs> they wanted a transcript of the celebrated controversy which took place in 1929 between the Weather Bureau and the Bird Lovers of America.
3: Oh, what kind of a controversy,
6: Foggy? Well, the Weather Bureau found that in bad weather, seabirds would roost on the channel markers in Chesapeake Bay. Mm-hmm. Oh. The Coast Guard thereupon installed whistling boys to frighten the birds off. And the B.L. of A. took the matter to court.
2: With what result?
6: Case was dismissed. The judge said no power on earth can keep a boy from whistling at a gull.
5: (laughs) Well,
3: good day. Probably. (laughs) Well, what do you think of this, Molly? It's just about ready to cook, you know what? I just had a little flatter shape around the bottom.
2: Well, don't be so self-conscious. Go ahead and make your (laughs) vase. Okay,
3: open the oven door, kiddo. She's ready for firing.
2: All right. Hello,
3: Molly. Hi, pal. What were you doing in our oven, Wilcox?
2: (laughs) Don't be silly, McGee. Mr. Wilcox just came in coincidentally with the oven door opening. Oh, that was it. Isn't often we give you your choice of two openings, is it, Mr. Wilcox?
3: No,
0: and don't think I don't appreciate it. Hey, uh, what are you doing with the muck, Mac?
2: It's a, it's
0: a new hobby, Junior.
3: I just took up pottery.
0: Well, put it down quick. You're getting your hands all dirty. His <laughs> hands?
3: Look
2: at his face. He looks like he swam across Oklahoma.
3: <laughs> well, I got no time to worry about a little dirt. A good craftsman is completely obvious of things like that there.
0: Ah, uh, you mean oblivious, pal. Hmm? At your age, you should know how to use the right word for the right things. Like, low coat is the right word for linoleum. Ooh, didn't take him long.
2: Well? <laughs> I will say, Mr. Wilcox, that you stick to your hobbies a lot longer
0: than McGee does to his. Uh, selling glowcoats much more than a hobby with me, Molly. I've dedicated my life to it. My vocation and my avocation. It's a crusade, a cause. And when you consider that I have an expense account on top of that, you can't dismiss it as a mere hobby. <laughs> it becomes a mission with a commission.
3: May I say something? Uh, it's been 13 years now and we haven't stopped yet. <laughs> Let me put this vase in the oven. Uh,
2: what is it, Mr. Wilcox, as if we didn't know? Well,
3: I just
0: wanted to tell your guts and little Borglum here not to worry about the consequences of his folly, uh, hobby. Hmm. What if he does get clay all over the linoleum?
2: And he has.
0: Go ahead and splash it around, pal. Be yourself. With the floor protected with glowcoats, tough wax film, spots are
3: easy to wipe up with a damp cloth. Omaha, a nationwide survey has shown that this is a very wide nation. And if all the announcers... Uh, maybe I haven't told you that the new glow coat gives nearly twice as much shine as before.
0: There's no rubbing or buffing. Makes your linoleum last much longer and prevents varnished wood floors from becoming scuffed and ugly.
2: Yes, but, Clee, it's... So so don't
0: worry about it, pal. Fling it around. What's a spot here and there? They'll wipe up. You can't Johnson's self-polishing glow coat is the perfect protection against spots. So spot it all you like. End of spot announcement. Bong, bong, bong. (laughs)
3: You know
2: what I'm going to. You know what I'm
3: going to do, Molly. While that vase is cooking, I'm going to whip us up a flower pot for your geraniums.
2: Hmm. Yeah. See how long does the vase have to cook anyhow? Well,
3: let me see now. I could look it up in the book. Although I should know, I spent enough time around the pottery in Peoria.
2: You never told me about the pottery in Peoria. I
3: never told you about puttering around the Peoria pottery.
2: You never did.
3: Well, baby, I will. You see, the proprietor of the Peoria pottery was a fellow named Peter Porter. I worked there as a porter for Peter and his pater in the pottery place. (laughs) Papa porter, Peter's pater, was not only a potter, too, but also Peter's partner. Oh. So while Peter and his pater potted their pottery pots, I potted for the potters and puttered around the pottery like any porter with a whole pottery to putter in with (laughs) putters. It got so interesting, the fury people used to peep into the premises to watch Peter Porter potting pots, Pat Porter, Peter's pater patting pottery, and me, the porter, pitter patting around the pottery. And between the puttering, the pottering, the pittering, and the pattering, the porter and his pater, would you go in some place, kiddo? Yes, I've got to go call
2: Perkins at the pen place to pick up your Parker pen and put a new point on it. Huh? Oh. <laughs> Don't you
3: go away, dearie. I'll be right back. Okay. <laughs> Ah, there goes a sharp kid. And tolerant, too. How could she have known when she married me that she could be happy with a hubby with a hobby that... Oh, there's one for next week.
7: (laughs) Come in. Hi, mister. Oh, hi there, teeny. Hi. Hi. What you doing with all the mud, mister? (laughs) What you doing with it? Watch you?
3: It isn't mud, sis. It's clay.
7: Gee, is that clay? Mm Mm-hmm. Gee, let me see some. Yeah. Hmm. So that's what mama says papa has feet of.
3: <laughs> she does, eh?
7: Yes, she ought. Mm-hmm.
3: I say she does, eh? Who does? Your mama. That's
7: fine. Says that. Says fine. Says your daddy has feet of clay. I know it. Oh, but he really hasn't though, I bet you. Because if his feet were made of clay and he stepped out of bed onto the coal floor, <laughs> he wouldn't say the things he does, I betcha. <laughs> What you doing with the clay, mister? Hmm? Working
3: on ceramics, sis. That's vases and pottery in China and all stuff like that there.
7: Oh, boy. China. Yep. Yeah. That's where I'd like to go, I betcha. You. <laughs> you ever been in China, mister? Hmm?
3: Spent several years there, sis. I was a pirate on the Yangtze-Kaiang River. Sailed under the skull and chopsticks.
7: <laughs> oh, boy. A pirate? Yeah. Hmm. You ever get seasick when you are a river pirate, mister? Hmm? Seasick? Sure. You know what seasick is? Hmm? It's when you decide not to have any breakfast after you've had it. <laughs>
3: no, no, I, I was never seasick, sis. Too busy to think of it. I'm too busy now, too. So if you'll excuse me, I gotta put this little heat, this, uh, wait a minute now. Let's see here. I'll take this stuff. Yeah. And I gotta go put the heat into this little pot. That's
7: right. Why? Got a
3: stomachache? mean <laughs> <laughs> not. I've merely got to bake this clay.
7: Oh, that little pot, huh? huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, excuse me. Well, so long, Weston. So hey. long, hey. Hey.
3: What other pot did she think I meant? <laughs> oh, well, kids don't make much sense anyhow. Now, people just leave me alone for Oh, hi, Molly.
2: Well, how's the vase coming along? Fine. Isn't it about time you stuck a fork into it to see if it's done? That oven's pretty hot, you know. Hand
3: me the book, will you? I'll look it up.
2: Here. Thanks.
3: Well, let me see. It says here, After the vessel is properly shaped and molded, allow to dry thoroughly before placing in kiln or oven. Dry thoroughly. What's that for? Well, let's see. It says here, Warning. If moist clay is placed in hot kiln or oven, steam will form and result in a violent... <laughs> Oh. oh, oh! I see. Uh, you scrape the mud off the walls, kiddo. I got to get started on a new vase. The King's Men sing.
0: What? Oh, the King's Men sing. It's a quiet town
1: quiet town here in Crossbone County It's as quiet here as a burying ground You can settle down here in Crossbone County Anyone will build you a permanent mound It's a quiet town here in Crossbone County It's as quiet here as a new rubber deal You can settle down here in Crossbone County The coroner will make you a wonderful deal They measure you for size here Coffins Everybody dies here. Often, if you plan, plan to, to get much older, keep an eye behind your
2: shoulder.
1: Quiet, <coughs> this is
2: a quiet town. Shh, well boys, we gotta elect a new mayor. This one's day Quiet, it's a quiet town here in Caldwell County. You only hear an occasional noise.
1: Everybody's friendly, so expect some horseplay They may shoot you dead, but they're wonderful, boys Shh, quiet! It's a quiet town It's a quiet town nestled in the canyon Everyone here is at peace with the world The few who ain't, you can bet they'll soon be Just a careless move, get your cranium curled Here a man can linger Steady with his bigger finger Ready, oh, the water's pretty risky So we boil the spuds and whiskey Quiet! This is a quiet town. The sheriff's on the border. Busy keeping law and order. Oh, yeah, is he busy? For me? before the day is over, he'll be under clover. Quiet!
2: McGee. He hung up. Who hung up? Dr. Gamble.
3: Oh, why'd you call him? These explosions haven't hurt anything but my pride.
2: Well, I didn't call him. He called you. Yeah. He asked me what you were doing, and I told him, and he got very excited and said, hold everything. He'd be right over and hung up.
3: Ah, that old Snoop. I knew he'd rush over here to try to catch me making a fool of myself again, and he's going to be wrong this time, kiddo, for a change. He is? Yep. I got a different angle on this thing, and I just went downtown and got some new materials. When I promise you something, kiddo, you get it.
2: You're sweet. But the next time I ask for something, you just ignore me. Huh? I'm just a little old gold digger. And by the way, did you know that oven is turned off?
3: Yep, I turned it off. I got a vase in there now, and it's got to cool slow. I'm taking no chances with this one because I... see, hey, Molly, Loosen his this collar. Huh? Eat some water. McGee, you open the window. Quick. Oh, okay, Doc. I open the window. Well, Molly said you... McGee, who got you out?
2: Out of what, Doctor?
3: The oven. Huh? You told me on the phone he had his face in the oven. That's why I rushed. No,
2: doctor. No. I said he had his vase in the oven.
3: Boy, are you ever eager for business? Big fee splitter. Talk about ambulance chasers. You're always ten blocks ahead of the sirens.
2: That's a fine way to talk, McGee, after he rushed over here to save your life. Well,
3: he makes me tired.
2: Sit down, doctor.
3: Thank you, my dear. Now, what goes on here? What's with all the clay, Pigeon?
2: Well, I'll tell you what's going on, Doctor. I admired a vase at the Bon It was a tall, vaseful, grace that would have looked beautiful on the tipping room label, you see. So no, he no, walked. No.
3: Let me tell it, Molly. You're confused. For your information, Knuckle Nose, I'm the kind of a husband that when my wife expresses a desire for something, he's the kind of a guy that I see that she gets it. <laughs> So, when she sees the vase downtown, I says, relax, kiddo. I says, I'll bake you one exactly like it. So just tread lightly, fat, so it's still in the oven. Oh, fine. Huh. I've seen you through at least 48 hobbies, and you've been a dismal flop at every one of them. You took up fly casting, and what did you catch? The lobe of your left ear.
2: It was his right ear, Doctor.
3: And then you took up the piccolo, and I had to sort it in half to get your pinky out of the E-hole.
2: <laughs>
3: it was the G-hole. And now, Pottery. Well, it's harmless, I guess.
2: That's your opinion. You should have been here when he blew the door off the oven.
3: (laughs) Blew it clean across the kitchen, Doc.
2: Yeah.
3: Took me 40 minutes to get it back on and eight rolls of scotch tape. (laughs) Well, that's more like you, Jughead. I'd hate to think you'd let me down by doing anything sensible. So you're a pottery maker, are you? Yep, pottery. Look, mud (laughs) Hand. Anytime you produce anything ceramic that doesn't look like it was made out of a cup custard by a blindfolded potawatomi with the hiccups while riding full gallop across a railroad trestle on a lame camel in the dark of the moon,
2: <laughs> I
3: would like to see it.
2: Heavenly days, so
3: would I. <laughs> oh, you would, huh? Well, watch this, both of you. Open the oven, Molly, but don't touch the base. It's still hot. Well,
2: why, McGee? You did it.
3: He did what? Let me see. Well, well, I, I seem to have misjudged you, my boy That's a very handsome face You want to sell it? No, sir This vase is for my little wife And there ain't enough money in this whole world To buy something on which my little wife has her heart set on That I've got especially for her You making me an offer? <laughs> no, I'm just testing character You've just proved what I've always said you're still a no talent, double dealing cheapskate. Ah, you're Goodbye,
5: not Goodbye, Molly.
3: That. Huh? <laughs> no, I'm not. Goodbye, Molly. Pip, pip, Potter.
2: <laughs> oh, this vase is simply beautiful, McGee. Look how graceful. How's it
3: compare with the one you liked at the Bon Ton?
2: Why, sweetheart, it's almost exactly like it. <laughs> same shape, same color. Yeah. In fact, it's so much like the one at the Bon Town that you forgot to take the price tag off the bottom of it.
3: Glad you like it, kiddo. <laughs> Libber
8: and Molly return in a moment. Car owners, here's an offer you can't afford to miss. You can get a soft, fleecy woolen car dusting mitt, a mitt that fits your hand so perfectly, a mitt that makes car dusting a snap, a 49-cent value, and you can get this amazing value at no extra cost. Here's how you do it. Simply get a can of Johnson's Car New, the liquid car polish that cleans and shines your car in one easy application. The handy dusting mitt will be attached to the can. There's no extra charge, no coupon to clip, nothing to send in. Just get a can of Johnson's car new at the regular price. And the soft, washable dusting mitt is yours. It's just the thing you've been looking for to keep your car clean and sparkling. Better get two, though, because women say they're the perfect dusting mitt for around the house. Ask your dealer for your dusting mitt today. Remember, there's no extra charge. The mitt is yours with a can of Johnson's... Far new.
3: Ladies and gentlemen, here's one more short commercial. Not about how to protect your floors and furniture, but about how to protect your future and that of your family.
2: The sponsor is Uncle Sam, and the product is United States Security Bonds. Those $4 for three bonds that are just about the best investments you can make.
3: Security bonds give you a reservoir of purchasing power to protect your future and help fight fight inflation.
2: See your nearest dealer today, your bank or your employer.
3: And if you mention our names, you can buy them at a 25% discount off the maturity value. Or just mention your own name. Good night.
2: Good night, all. (laughs)
0: makers of Johnson's wax Products, racing in Wisconsin, Bring you Philip McGee and Molly each Tuesday night at this time. Be with us again next week, won't you? Good night. This is
8: NBC, the national broadcasting company. WMAQ NBC
5: in Chicago.